All right. Welcome back to Philosopher Change Podcast. Uh, we had to take a, a week break. We had a family emergency we had to take care of. So welcome back, everybody that's back. Uh, thank you so much for being here. This week, we have a special guest. I don't have to talk to myself. This is amazing. So we have the couple who is running with their family, R&J Texas Style Barbecue on Wheels. This is in Milford, New Hampshire, and it's a barbecue joint. And uh, I've been there myself. It's great. The food's good. If you're in the area, definitely stop in and have some. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you have to lose? If you like barbecue, uh, you're gonna you're gonna love this because it's exactly that, and it's got its own unique style and flavor, and it's great. So we got to sit down and talk about uh, you know where they started, a little bit of the background, and uh, and where they're going. So uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Okay, we should be good. All right. <laughs> so thanks for so much for coming here. Appreciate it. Thank well, you for inviting us. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you um, let people know uh, what exactly it is you do and who you are. Okay. Well, we are RNJ Texas Style Barbecue. We do Southern food and barbecue. We do every, all the barbecues done outside. We use charcoal only. And wood. And wood. And wood. I hate okay. cooking, so we'll never use that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's cooking outside to me. Yes. So you guys are set up outside to cook? Yes. Oh, that's cool. So you must have like a big smoker back there or something? A huge one. Yeah. <laughs> is it a custom made one? Is it your own design? It is our own design. What we basically did was took a camper and took everything out of it and turned it into our smoker. That's cool. Who did that? Who was that? That was us. We did it together. Oh, that was a team project. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Long. How the heck did you learn how to do that? Um, YouTube, to be honest. <laughs> oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah it's a good resource. And, and plus, I'm from Texas. So in Texas, you can turn a grill or a smoker out of anything. So it was something I was used to doing. Cool. So you guys are from Texas. How long have you been up in Milford for? I'm from Texas. From Texas. I'm, from, I'm from Milford. I grew up here in Milford. Oh, you grew up here in Milford. You guys must have met long distance. <laughs> yep. Online. Oh, no, no, no. She was in Clinton and I was in Milford. So yeah. So about half an hour away from each other. I've been here since 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how long is the, how long is the, Arches, I know it's been less, it's got to be less than a year, right? You guys have been open. It'll in your, be a year in July. Year in July. Okay. So what were you guys doing before that, before you opened up this new place? We're managers at different places, manufacturers, paper factories. She was at Walmart. I was at, yeah, I was at, I've been paper for the last 15 years. 15 years? Yeah. Ooh, that's dedication. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. And I was in, I was at Walmart for 13. 13? Yeah. 13. Wow. You, you were both dedicated people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, so what happens with you two that you decide to, to open up this restaurant? You know, what's the spark that kind of ignites all this? We were doing it part-time for my football events. I play football inside. And then COVID came around and we both got not laid up, well laid off. They had options to not work or work from home. And they were like, we're tired of working for people. Let's work for ourselves, make good food. Everyone keeps saying we should open up a restaurant or a food truck. So we started brainstorming the idea. And just boom, just like that. So how long was it from the idea to, to opening up the restaurant? How long was that? So me and my kids talked about it back in 2011. 
And then when I met Jeremy in 2015, yeah. 2015, uh, me and the kids were talking about it again. And then Jeremy, he was like, oh, that'll be a good idea. So it was in 2018. Well, the year before, because we did catering the year before. So the 2019, 2019, we did our first catering event. Mm -hmm. People started booking us more for catering. And then I think it was, what, February last year? Before Italy? Yeah, after Italy. it was after Italy. Wow. So we went on vacation, came back. That's when the whole COVID thing happened. And that's when we had the idea, let's get a camper and turn it into a smoker. So we did it for about two months. And then right after we got it fixed up, we reached out to a property owner over here in Milford. And he was like, yeah, y'all can park it here and pay us. Dang, just like that. You guys work quick. That's like super fast to get up and running from idea to... Wow. So the you did a catering business. Did that kind of was that the the funding for opening the restaurant? Or was yes, it just it was. so you obviously were super successful. Um oh, yeah. well how did you how did you market that out when you were when you first started doing it? Facebook. Facebook? Yeah. And then, um, I was a part of the activities committee at the last job I had. And we were looking for someone to cater our summer event. And I was like, oh, you know what? I could just have Jeremy barbecue for us and I'll make the sides. And they were like, yeah. So they hired us to do that. And then his football team had us come out a few times. And then as soon as people started trying our food, they would tell friends and then more friends. <laughs> word <laughs> and, of mouth. Yeah, it was word of mouth. And then we just started getting books like crazy. Yeah, that's the cool thing about having like I've had the barbecue there before about having that good authentic barbecue. It's like word's gonna spread fast because it's you know it's not that you know when you go to a chain restaurant, I don't know what they think they're doing, but <laughs> exactly. so you can't put barbecue sauce in something and call it barbecue. It just don't work that way. <laughs> That's okay. I'm like, no, I get mad when I go places to get barbecue, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is oven baked. Don't give me oven baked barbecue. Mm hmm. No, oh, that's cool. So, who did the um? Who was the the creator, the recipe person? Who is that? A is it a combined effort? Oh, it's all her. <laughs> Listen, I've been cooking since I was eleven. I'm like family events. I cooked for every family reunion. He even knows when we got together and we went home to Lubbock, Texas. He would be on the grill and I'd be in the kitchen. So it was like we we always cooked. So. Yeah, that's cool. So is your, I've never been to Texas or had Texas barbecue down there, which I know is a sin. Um, <laughs> but you think your, your, you know, the flavor profiles you use, is that all, is that like, does that come from Texas or is this your own thing or is it a, a mod podge? It's all Texas. All I know is Texas food. So a lot of our menu options come from Texas restaurants. So they had their version of a loaded potato and I created my version of the loaded potato, but the same size. And then like their ribs or chicken, the way that they prepared it is the same way we prepare it. The seasoning is different, but it's cooked the exact same way as in Texas. Okay. Yeah. The cool part about that is you get to bring that up here 
And yeah. now people are probably having it for the first time, you know, and you're, they're getting that experience. And that's like one of the cool parts about food and culture. Like, <laughs> it really is. And a lot of people, they come and they've never tried collard greens before. So, so many people have fallen in love with collard greens because they were always used to that version of collard greens where they use vinegar. I don't know where the whole, this whole vinegar idea came from to add to collard greens. I think it's a, a white person thing to add vinegar to everything. <laughs> but I always tell them, I'm like, greens, they season themselves. There's not a whole lot you have to do to it. Yeah. So, yeah. And they got mad nutrition in them too. Right? <laughs> they really do. Yeah, it's super healthy for you. It's like... Uh, like I have a pet reptile and that's what he, that's what he eats. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be good if that's what they tell you to feed them, you know? Exactly. So mom, like, she has, um, what is it? Diabetes. And they tell her the more collard greens she eats, it helps her with her diabetes and her, what is it? Her sugar levels. Yeah. Her blood sugar levels. So it helps her a lot. Well, that's cool. It's like a, a wonder, a wonder food or superfood. Is that what they call it? Superfood. Yeah. It's good to have that. Plus it takes the guilt off when you're eating a big saucy, sugary piece of, you know, 10 pounds of meat. Just ignore the pork that's in it. Yeah. Man, that's great. So the, the restaurant, it's a whole family run. It's all family. All family. It's my dad does the dishes. That was his job of choice. He's like, that's his area. And my mom, she's the front counter person. She likes talking to people. And then me and Jeremy we're in the kitchen. Our kids come by maybe every other weekend and help out. So it just everything kind of everything just kind of falls into place for you, huh? Everybody just has the one thing they like to do and they all get to go do it. Yeah. So wow, that's not common. <laughs> Not right. <laughs> I people think that it'll be like a lot of argument between us. We laugh all day. It's on Jeremy expense. They always, but... they always laugh at me all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So it's not that funny. It's because you're tough and you can take it, right? All day long, though. But then I get hit. I come here at like four o'clock in the morning just to get away. From <laughs> wow. They don't, they don't come like the ten o'clock, so I have some peace and quiet. Well, there you go. Little piece yeah. of little little piece and quiet before the uh, before the ripping starts. Come in. <laughs> so, man, this is crazy. So, it's funny that your dad jumped to to dishes because, and I used to be friends with a guy, and I think he went to go apply at a restaurant, and they're like, he was asking what positions you have open. They're like, oh, we got cooks open. He's like, well, can I eventually become a dishwasher? And he's like, uh, yeah. usually it goes the other way. <laughs> But this dude just got, he got some crazy enjoyment out of washing dishes. This was his whole life's mission. Yep, that is my dad. There's something to be said about it for sure. So how, like, uh, from, so you kind of had like an idea that the business was going to be viable when you open, you know, the location because of your catering being so, so successful. And I imagine you're still doing the catering, you know, while you're in there too. Yeah, we so, do a lot of catering. Where do you think, um, so did you just feel comfortable, you know, having this business right away? Or were you like, there was there dread or doubt or anything like that? Or you... No dread or doubt. What are you talking about? Stressed. We're stressed out. How are you stressed? <laughs> stressed out. So all the problems with this opening this restaurant, we had a lot of problems. Yeah. And so it set us back a couple of weeks before we opened it here. 
It was so easy being in the food truck that as soon as we got in the building, so many more issues popped up between right. the permits and uh, what else? Plumbing. Plumbing, yeah. Plumbing. Yeah. The plumbing. So, oh, so oh, yeah, just all the regulations and everything kind of yeah. like... You like you read up on it, you're you're knowledgeable about it, but like I think everybody says this, like stuff's gonna happen. <laughs> you're gonna run into walls. Oh yeah, so, yep. a lot. <laughs> man. So um sorry. <laughs> so what's the um what's the goal of everything that you're doing right now? Like what's your what are you what are you guys heading towards? The goal is to have at least two restaurants. Yeah, she looks at me. Yeah, no, because it's me. our goal. It's not just my goal. <laughs> we don't want to be working. We want to have people work for us. Exactly. But no oh. Okay, so, yeah, so you're trying to set it up so that are you kind of like trying to sort of franchise it or are you just trying to make it so that it can run without you and you can... Yes. Just run without us. We don't want to franchise it because we want it to be able to go to our children when they get older. Yeah. So that way it always stays in the family. So that oh, that's, that's very sweet of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, have you ever read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek? No, I haven't. I've heard about it. It's it, That's what they talk about. This guy, he has a business and he's trying to get his... He was working... I think like 80 hours a week at one point, and his goal was to get it down to four hours a week. Exactly. And it has a, yeah, it's got a good outline for, I mean, not everything's going to be viable to everybody, right? but some of the stuff that's in there is like, it's good because it's basically, yeah, it's teaching you how to, it's all about automating everything. Right. I'm going to read that book. You're coming about. I'll tell you about it. It's it's on Audible. That's where I listen. I only only listen to books. I don't don't sit down and read. I get so distracted listening. I have to read it. I don't read or listen. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. Well, it's it's nice. Like if you're like if you're preparing food or whatever, you know, you can have it going on in the background. Oh, that's true, too. So. You out a little bit. Nope. <laughs> Just an idea. So, um, is there anything up? You have any events or anything coming up that you're super excited about? We got a car show. We're actually hosting a car show every month that comes to our plaza. Uh, about 500 cars to 1,000 cars. Once oh, a wow. Month. Yeah. We already gave them last month, which is the next town over. We sold out in two hours. But wow. Now, we did, yeah, we did go with them. And then they liked us. They're going to be coming to our parking lot. We got a giant parking lot right here. So they can. What is the name of it? Uh, underground performance, something like that. That some some like she's gonna look up right now, but yeah, and we just had a simple menu for them, and they loved it. Everyone loved it. Yeah, so, yeah. We're, we're, it's gonna be good. That's cool. What kind of a? It's just uh, it's just whatever. Cool cars. Are you a car guy? I like cars too, but I'm trying to switch over to trucks. I'm more switching to trucks. I used to love cars. So, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's I'm older now. I got like, like trucks now. So. Yeah, I guess they got they're more practical for you know for you know a guy that's you know you've got a you've got a home, you got a business. Yeah, it's just way easier to have. I'm a, I'm a mechanic during my day job, so. Oh yeah. A mechanic. Yeah, that's my that's my day job. <laughs> we need to reach out to him. He's not close to us. We can go see him. He's not close. To us. <laughs> oh, they got the what well, the place I work for has two locations. One of them's in Milford. 
Huh? Gurney's Automotive. I know, Jack. They're expensive. Yeah, they are. I know, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're actually like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like two minutes down the street from us. Yeah. The car show is Cape Cod Underground. Cape Cod Underground. Yeah. Really nice guy. Yeah. That's uh I'm curious why they're called Cape Cod Underground when they're because here. They, they used to be down in the Cape and just moved up here last year. So he's bringing the car show up with them. He runs it. Oh, everyone just called him. Yeah. yeah. And they came. Yeah. Wow. It was really huge. What were they? Ipswich? Greenville. Greenville? Greenville, New Hampshire. Yeah. And that parking lot is like perfect for it because it's always like mostly empty, you know? Right? And it's massive. It's so big. It's oh, yeah. so big. <laughs> like, uh, I think the first time I was going to your place, like I almost got lost trying to find it. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on over here. Too much space. Yeah. yeah. And the, but I, I do like that area. How do you like, uh, say you've been in Milford since 2000, or you've been in New Hampshire since 2011? I grew up in, I grew, I grew up in Milford, so I know the whole area. Yeah. How do you like it? I like it. I'm like, it's convenient. Not so much city life. Which I don't like city life. Oh, not a, no city life. No. I, I kind of agree. <laughs> I don't like traffic and, and all that busyness out there. And exactly. it just Milford seems like the kind of place where you'd find like a few gems, you know, when you're driving through it. You know, I really like, do. Like some nice barbecue places, for instance. There's <laughs> only one barbecue place in Milford. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just the one. Yeah. How is uh? But yeah, I mean, you guys haven't been like, what is the, did you look at the competition before you got out there? Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was one reason why we I could see up. <laughs> and he was just super confident. You were just like, I'm blowing this stuff away. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they already tell us like, we blow Alamos is upstreet, smokehouse. And there's one in the guy that's across the street now, Tim's drunken sauce. He does a little bit of barbecue. Uh, yeah, he has a big menu though. He has a lot of breakfast stuff. He has yeah. a lot of good breakfast stuff. Barbecue is not. Everybody's quick word for forte. Barbecue is not forte. I think that all the barbecue here is a little different. Yeah. And when we when I came here, propane, I, propane. I was looking for barbecue because me and my kids love barbecue. Yep. So yeah. Fried Alamos, and my thing is when I walk up, I need to smell the barbecue. And if I can't smell the barbecue, I'm like, okay, so what are you serving me? If I can't smell you cooking it, so we try Alamo. We haven't tried Smokehouse yet. No. We tried, we like the one, there's one Sturbridge Mass that's decent. Um, I forget the name of them. Yeah, but they're and, decent. Uh, other guy that had the food truck that's now restaurant. London? Yeah, London. Yeah, London. He's got a nice, uh, Gabby, it used to be Gabby Smokehouse, Smoke Shack. Uh, oh. We've met him. Yeah, he's, he has pretty decent barbecue over yeah, there. Yeah, he does. Oh, really cool. nice. Uh, nice guy, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah I was going to wonder if you guys are like rivals or friends. or. <laughs> uh, we, we try not to rival because we're, we're big on promoting small business because it's not easy. And when you open a business or you're starting off, it's so hard to get that clientele. So we try and promote anyone, honestly. We'll go, we'll buy everything on the menu. And we have done this many times to help get sales in and to give feedback to people. So we try not to be rivals with people. 
Well, that's good. The rising tide raises all ships. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, really that's awesome, you guys. But there's nothing wrong with any competition, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's saying that because there was this, I don't know if you've seen it yet, this rib-off last week. last week that was done that we weren't aware of. What? And, yeah. <laughs> and it was on us. So the people who hosted it didn't ask us and didn't inform us, but they did come into the restaurant to buy the ribs. And he was like, oh, we're just gonna try your ribs and then we wanna compare it to the guys down the street and we'll let you know what we think. And we're like, oh, okay. But come to find out it was a true rib off that the guy down the street was having with us. <laughs> and he served, right? He served one type of ribs. We had- He served spare ribs. I didn't need it back then. Yeah, so yeah. two That's right. types of ribs. And you can't have a rib off with two completely types of ribs. You got to compare the same ribs. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so he's a little upset over that. No, I'm upset. <laughs> Annoyed. Annoyed. That's more. Yeah. But it's all good. So that's why the way to go. Competition. There's no competition. There's no competition. Maybe gotta have propane. Propane can't compare to charcoal and wood. Maybe that'd be a fun event. <laughs> You call everybody together, y'all make ribs, and then people can judge or whatever, you know, charge well, them. We've talked about risk. having all like the restaurant owners around here, the local ones, test our food. We'll have them be the judge. Not test. I thought everybody was going to cook ribs and we all just get together and try them. I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> just one person. <laughs> but yeah we, yeah, we talked about something like that already, though. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm doing a rib off pretty soon too because I can do an okay rack. <laughs> oh, you gotta bring it through then. Yeah. We love food. Truly oh. do love food. I'm not gonna be able to I'm not gonna... it on. No, we're cooking it on. I have I lived been in an apartment all my life, so I learned how to cook baby back ribs in the oven, low and slow. Oh, yeah. And um, you know, I do the like a nice brown sugar, garlicky, oniony, spicy type of rub. Never want to tell you secrets, right? Uh, yeah. Spices. Yeah. Up. You messed up already. I, that's it. <laughs> I think if uh, when I think about like uh, the spices, I think I just mentioned all the the super obvious stuff, right? right. If you're making barbecue, it's like you got to get you know pounds and pounds of all that. Yeah, it's just, you really it's do. So good on meat, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, but no, my girlfriend was telling me that oh, I you know she's never made ribs, and she's like, uh, I think I could make something better than this, and I'm like. Let's do it. And I right. said, well, let's make it interesting. Let's invite people over here, blind taste test them, and then we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Everybody be, be drunk by the side. Yeah. So cool. So, yeah, I, I, my ribs are always better than Jeremy. Everything I cook is better than Jeremy, <laughs> but I've taught you well, though. How much longer got to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> She can't cook their ribs because I don't want to use any grills. They're all mine. Yeah, he won't let me touch the grills so anymore. She can't use it. Yeah, that's yours now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you have it. I took it. <laughs> so, if you guys, when you guys, uh, if you could go back and do this whole process over again of, you know, creating your business and all that, is there anything that you would do different? Is there anything that you would change if you could go back in time and, and tell yourself something? No, well, I think our first week that we opened the food truck, I think I would go back and tell us, be patient. 
it's not going to always be slow because that first week was so bad. It didn't seem like we were busy at all. And people just kept driving past us and we almost gave up. But then what, the weekend came and we sold out in like hours. And then the next week came and we sold out in hours. So I'm like, okay. The first week was horrible, but ever since that, it's been nothing but greatness. Yeah. Man, yeah, that is tough, especially because if you're you're on the side of the road with your setup and you yeah. just have to because <laughs> you're not like now you're in a building, so you're not, but when you're on the side of the road, you're seeing everybody just like nope. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like being rejected <laughs> all day. It's like day. nobody wanted to dance with you at the at the school dance or something. <laughs> Exactly. The first week was rough. No, man. That's good for you that you stuck with it. I mean, it takes a lot of like mental fortitude to, you know, stay on this stuff and, and not want to break down and not want to give up and get out there at the same time and give it your best effort every day. You know? Yeah. I think that the support that we give each other is what makes it easy. Because I don't think if it was me alone, I would be stressed. If it was him alone, he would be stressed. More, I lose more of my hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got a few more to go. I can see that. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, yeah. Hey, I'm just, I'm glad people like you exist, though. You know, you guys look like this really great couple and you're hope get this whole family thing going on. And you, you know, you just buckled down and you just made it happen. And it's worth everything because the food's delicious. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Oh, like you never, you. yeah. It's like, I've never had barbecue like that in New Hampshire before, you know, especially the sides. Um, well, if you ask my kids, they will tell you, Oh, we eat this every day. We're used to it. I'm like, but they're not used. the customers are not used to it. Don't tell them that. I'm like, I right. know I cook like this at home. I'm like, but you're my kids. Of course you've eaten everything I've ever created. Yeah, they're, they're spoiled. They're spoiled now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what's happened. I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> mm. Um, let's see. So we went over that. Da da da. I guess I'm all out of I'm all out of questions for you. If you have anything else you want to discuss while we're here. Well, I would say this, that we always like customer feedback. And what we have found out this past week is that the atmosphere in, the, in our restaurant, people are saying it's more like a bar. And that's not what we wanted. We wanted something where you could bring your family and sit and eat. So we are going to do some changes to make it more family oriented. Because we got a ton of kids. Of course, we want you to bring your kids here, you know? Right. You think that's a, a decor thing or it's like a... App? It is definitely a decor thing. We went crazy with all the free yeah, <laughs> design. They a lot of free stuff to us. <laughs> they were like, oh, we got this light. Okay, we'll take it. Oh, we got this picture. We'll take it. So they were just bringing us all this free stuff. And we're like, okay, let's put it up. So we're going to change decor a little bit. Well, I, I can't wait to see what you come up with. It says we, it means me. I got to change everything. You got to do the heavy stuff. I do everything else. I do it all. See, this is how it is. There we go. <laughs> well, at least she could, you know, she could supervise for you. So it's not like you're there by we yourself. Both, we are both bosses. I don't need supervision. Yeah, you do. All the time. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, I thank you so much for, for doing thank this. You.
I love talking to you. It's good to get the backstory of, you know, these places that we eat at and shop at and, you know, and we love small businesses. So, right. all right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Adam. You take care. So thanks for tuning into the episode. Um, if the audio quality is what it is, that's Zoom. There's nothing we could do about that. I try to, to clean up the best I could. <laughs> My apologies to anyone who had to uh, to go through that. But uh, the words that they were saying, it was great. It was great to talk to them. It was great to sit down. Uh, I, you know, I can't wait to get, when I'm, once I'm back in the area, I can't wait to go back there again. That's the first place I'm, I'm making a stop at. I got to go get a, a speculose over at Edger. And then I got to stop over there and get some of that brisket because... That's that's what's doing it for me. All right, guys. Okay, take care.